T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, man. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon and happy football Friday. Wow. <laughs> you know, this may actually be one of the only football Fridays, if not the only. No. It's the footballiest Friday. Uh, did we have a show the day after Thanksgiving? I don't think we did this year, did we? Did I don't we? think we did. No. No. Yes? Yes. 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 Did we? Yes. No. Because yeah, it was before Civil War. Yeah, it was the day before Civil War. Yeah. yeah we had, okay. Yeah. This is one of like two football Fridays where we actually have football on TV during Football Friday. It's wonderful. It's big time bowl day. We have, um, we have I love games it. on. We got the Tony the Tiger Bowl uh, going on with the UCLA and U- Pitt. UCLA and Pitt. It's a good game so far. It's chippy. It is chippy. It started out chippy. It was a little, little kerfuffle to, to start off before the game. Well, yeah, because your reward after a long season is to go to El Paso. Yeah, it's woof. Oh, that sucks. But actually, uh, El Paso, low-key, is a very fun bull town, at least it used to be. Whether they were ducks, beavers, uh, I, I don't know. I, know not, I don't know about the Cougs. But I know the Ducks and Beavers, friends that I know that have played in that game, mm-hmm. they had some fun in El Paso. You, you can you can find trouble in El Paso. Uh, it finds you. Yes, 100%. Uh, all you need to do is just uh, Jaguars. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, related to Cougars? Um, no. But you, but you might find a Cougar at Jaguars? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> Jaguars is a, is an interesting place. Um, it is a it is a uh, gentleman's club there in El Paso, and uh, people sneak out of people sneak out of hotel rooms uh, during Bull Week. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know this. Or yeah, not. like that is one of the worst home. Like any time that you go and you used to play in the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, if you played BYU, you'd be like unfair advantage. I mean, <laughs> because they they won't go. No, and they would stay off the no, they would stay off the strip, a ways they, out, like on Fremont Street mm-hmm. and on the old in Old Town. And meanwhile, like the the, the uh, every other school, the non Mormons would always stay on the strip. They're staying at Aria. Yeah, it's yeah. brutal. Or like the Vene- I think it was the Venetian is mm. is is one of the hotels that they would stay at. 
and you always get a little bit you go you get a couple nights out you get a couple freebies out apparently and that's like the the famous will darken story mm. of being in <laughs> being in the hot tub and having I think it was Gunderson, Ryan Gunderson, when he was a GA going, what are you doing in the hot tub, Will? <laughs> Just drink some beers with some people. <laughs> get back in your room. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's Thunderdome when you get to Bull Week. But El Paso, the thing about the Sun Bowl, or now the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, is that you spend way more time with your opponent than at most of the other bowl games. Doing stuff. Because... Uh, spoiler alert. It's El Paso. El Paso, not a big town. Yeah. Uh, so they, they get the teams together and they do a lot of things together. Mm. I like and that so kind of. Got a you, bad you, blood between you, you UCLA do build and a little, little nastiness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you do. Um, but we got that game. Then we got the Dukes Mayo Bowl, which I'm really just interested in the end of that game. Uh, and we've got, what, like five minutes to go in the third quarter? And you're not interested in the guy who's sitting at the 50-yard line with a bucket of mayonnaise eating it out with a spoon? Yeah, no, that guy is a monster. I'm literally, like, gagging thinking about that. That's yeah, just, he should probably ugh. go to to, to prison. Uh, but I have thought about Brooke Olsendam quite a bit during uh, the the Duke's Mayo Bowl because she's a, she's a big fan of mayo. She's a best foods gal. What do we got to do to nominate Brooke to get down there for the uh, mayo bath? Well, I was, <laughs> I was uh, looking at... And that's why I want to see the end of that game. That's all I care about is the end of that game. It, it is a good game. Maryland leads uh, NC State 13-9. But I want to see the end of that game because both coaches have agreed to get the mayo bath, where instead of the Gatorade bath, they just pour mayonnaise on you. I'm telling you right now, if I was a coach, I would assassinate my, my, my players if they did that to me. Well, I think the coach has to give the okay. Yeah, like, They're no, not going to do it if he hasn't already, you know. Both coaches have given the... The go-ahead for the mayo bath. Yeah, no. Full murder-death kill. And I saw that uh, they have they have stipulations for who can give the mayo bath. It, and all it is is physical fitness and a passion for mayonnaise. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Brooke, your dreams could come true. <laughs> you could be the – you could. that's how we could get Brooke integrated in the Duke's Mayo Bowl is – how many sideline reporters have have dumped the mayo on the coach? It could happen. And listen, how many sideline reporters have an endorsement deal with mayonnaise? <clears throat> that could be the problem, though. Mm. And that's where the problem lies. Oh, because she's, she's a different brand. She's, huh? she's a Best Foods gal. Yeah. <laughs> best mm. Foods Hellman's, which I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, it depends on where you are in the country. Yeah, yeah that's like a... That's that's weird thing about Carl's Jr. Carl's Hardy's, Hardy's, Hardy's yeah. yeah. Did you know the uh, Juanita's tortilla chips? They're now national, but there's a larger uh, Juanita's Mexican food product brand that sued them, so they're Juantonios. Juantonios. Mm-hmm. So if you hit the road, you got to buy the Juantonios. Yep. But they are nationwide now, so shout out to them. Who knew? Juan- I did not know Juantonio was uh, the male version of Juanita. Yeah. I did not. I, I, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. Just, it's a combination of. They're just uh, making up a name. Juan and Antonio, or Juanita and Antonio. Um, oh, I Dominguez. can gather that. Those are the, the founders of the Dominguez family co- corporation. Oh, that's the name of the corporation that makes the delicious chip Juanitas. Yes. And if you're eating anything else, you're, you're, you're doing, doing it wrong. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Juanitas are fantastic. I, I, I still have my connections there. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring some bags in. You know, I would love a Juanita's fresh off the conveyor oh, belt. It, there's not much better. Really? Oh, the grease is still dripping. In the oh, bag. come on. <laughs> let's go. 
I love Juanitas, but like if you could do, you could sell me on a warm tortilla oh, chip. You remember? I've, I've literally, I've literally had them off the assembly. You line. remember Chevy's? Yes, Chevy's. Oh, get, Chevy's. Go, go in there and get a pound of pint. They they yeah, would make anymore. the they chips close. right there. Yeah, they closed the one near our house. One. I think they may have closed all of them. I think there's they? like one or two open, but yeah, I used to go to the one in Lake O. I Man. if I drove past it and I had time, go in there and get a pound of pint. It was like yeah. eight bucks for both. Okay. My I'm, wife used to work at a Mexican restaurant, kind of a chain one, and mm-hmm. yeah, she said her favorite to do was she'd go in there and reach in that chip machine way down to the bottom and get the good salty ones. Oh, the, the warm, crispy, salty ones? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Juan Colorado's? No. Uh, a, a chain? Who on songs? Mex- on the border. On, on the border? On the border. That's the name of the restaurant. Yes. Okay. I've never heard of that. I thought you were like giving me a hint. I'm yeah. Like, there no. was the, the way his voice because the, taco. There was, was like, an on the border. Taco Bell. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was an inflection in his voice that definitely felt hinty. Where's the best chips and salsa now? I'll crowdsource that. Ooh. Um, right up here actually. They've got a really good one. Uh. Um. Uh, all right. What, I, I like all chips and salsa. What, what is the spot on Twenty Third? Give um, me warm chips. Yeah, I got nothing. And I. Okay. This may be controversial. I like a smoother, I like not. I don't like the super chunky salsa. No, and it, it needs to no, be yeah. like Chevy's. Like, like it needs to be yeah, like, like, like good thin, and blended. Yeah. but it, it's but it, it has a good kick to it. Yeah, like it, it's when they just basically bring out a bowl of tomatoes. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Don't give non- me that. That's a non-starter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me some the restaurant. What's one of the good store-bought ones that I usually get? Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Emerald Valley, I think, is a good like store-bought one. Okay, it's, it's the in... famous. Is the best store-bought salsa it's you can find. The fame. It's the famous. You yeah. ha- yes. I brought this up before. Yes. It is. It is incredible. It is the perfect texture. If you mm. get the hot, it's got a nice little bit of bite mm. to it. The problem is only so many places have it. It's a bummer. That's that is a bummer. Right there, uh, DTR just threw a interception. Little tip, little tip drill. What's up with uh, Pac-12 quarterbacks getting tip drills, having tipped interceptions? That sucks. Uh, but UCLA does lead thirteen to seven in the or thirteen six in the Tony the Matador. Tiger Sun Bowl. Oh yeah, Matador, Matador is really good. Yeah, they've got some good chips and salsa. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Okay, um, well, we got a radio show for you. Today. Literally spent three minutes googling it because I couldn't remember the damn name. <clears throat> Well, I mean, you figured it out, though. I did. It did, it did pay off. That was going to be one of those things where it was going to bother me for a very long time until I figured out what it was. Okay. Well, no more. It is no more. Uh, okay. Wow. Wait. They used to have, on the border, you, this text machine is lighting up. It's it's tickled me. I'm intrigued. It was it, like that kind of fast food a, hub there. They had an endless enchiladas? I don't remember that. Whoa. But What? I've never, I've never even heard of it. It was right at like that fast food hub there at Cornelius Pass and, and Cornell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like across the way from BJ's. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, we've got – do you guys do New Year's resolutions? Are you guys New, New Year's resolution guys? I look like a New Year's resolution guy? <laughs> kind of. Really? Typically, no, but I, I am this year. You are? Yeah. What are you doing this year? What's I gotta, your resolution? I, I've got to get the weight off mm. with, after the surgery. After the surgery. Yeah. And that's and that's we're like three weeks away from that, so Okay. Okay. I'm not a big resolution guy. Because I I I, I find it Okay. I treat New Year's resolutions like Valentine's Day. I'm not a big Valentine's Day guy. Is I don't your, is your wife? Uh no. Okay. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> Con- conditioning, huh? 
<laughs> like I will get a card and that is fine. But flowers on Valentine's Day, they'll just jack up the prices on Valentine's Day. Mm. And I go, I treat Valentine's Day like the New Year's resolution. I will start maybe a New Year's resolution, not on the New Year's, but some at some other point during the year. Because what's the point of just starting it on the first and saying this is going to be the day? No, there you got to have consistency throughout, and that's like Valentine's Day. I'll get you flowers, but it'll be over the course of the year. Mm, yes, not just on some day that Hallmark has decided they're going to um, make the Hallmark and the the flower companies are are saying we're going to jack up the prices. I will show my love throughout the year. I like it. And then I'll write you a nice card on Valentine's Day. See, and Day. that's why I don't do resolutions because I'm just kind of resolved to the fact that I'm always a piece of crap. <laughs> and you, that's awareness. Yeah. No, that's I mean, awareness. That's, that's impressive. That's, that's knowing who you are. Uh, but I do understand, like, people will be like, this is the day I'm going to turn it all around. And I have a buddy who's... New like, year, new me. He's managed a bunch of different gyms around the area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude... January, it is packed. Yeah. February. It's their Black Friday. It's wide open. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are wide open again. And that is the part that I just go, that, the New Year's resolution crowd is usually the ones that, they'll give it up in a month. Yeah. And I'm not, I guess I should say New Year's resolution. It's more of like commitment to something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's funny that you mentioned the the Valentine's Day thing. Because, again, conditioning. Uh, my wife and I, we 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 go out for Valentine's Day, but you know what we do? Yeah. Two days before or two days after? Yeah, like we yes. do, we do not go out. We yes. refuse to go out on Valentine's. That's Day. what I'm talking about. Don't let the man hold you down. No, well, we, don't, don't listen, you dare. We'll go have a nice dinner. We'll go to Fogo de Chao or we'll go to Melting Pot. Like we'll go somewhere nice. We'll go to uh, Chart House or uh, yeah. uh, the freaking Steakhouse. What the hell? Uh, uh, El Gaucho, Gaucho Ringside. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we got some good ones. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go out nice, but Jake's. we we will not go out on Valentine's night. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, <clears throat> knowing is half the battle. That's a great text right there. <laughs> that's very true. Okay, five zero three two five zero ten eighty is a fan text sign. I want to know best chips and salsa around town. Got to know that. I have to know that uh, because I want new. I want new places to go. I, I want a place that lives up to Chevy's. Because I could go Chevy's to Chevy's was the best. It, it, it's the best combination of tortilla chip and salsa in like restaurant history. Yeah, you. I could go there and quite literally eat like four you bowls know, of salsa. How much do you think you could make if you had like a, we're a big food truck area, and so if you just had a food truck where you have the tortilla chip conveyor belt and you just the have mini fryer and just salsas, refried beans and like sour cream, and like that that that's all you had. Like, you had a variety of salsas, but it was fresh-made chips. You could make a killing off of that. Mm. You're not I'm, wrong. I'm convinced. Because a lot of times, like when you're downtown, maybe it's not a full meal. Maybe you just want to have the chips and salsa, well, a little something that you could uh, walk around town You get with. the sign going on the side of the food truck, just like at Krispy Kreme, you know, when the chips are hot and fresh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. They're around Christmas, uh, or leading up to Christmas, there was a, a food truck that had the um, apple cider donuts. Ooh. They were just cranking them out. Have you ever had an apple cider donut? Uh, no, I heard they're very. I, I've heard from several people though that like them. I heard they're very dense though. They are, but they are. My goodness, they're good when they're fresh. They're like you, when you bite into it, you get a little bit of the. Mm. It, have you ever had like a a soft churro? Yes, like a juicy churro. That's mm. kind of what it is, but better. Not greasy, but like juicy from the the apple cider. That's kind of the, the remnants, but it's dense. It's. 
My mouth is watering right now. I'm going to be very honest with you, Danny. When you said ju- juicy t- churro, the way you said it made me feel kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You I don't like know a what, good juicy churro? I don't know what it was about the way that you said it. but Because I'm a grown-ass man I, saying juicy? I, yeah. It's probably, it's probably it. I feel mildly uncomfortable with the way that you said that. Yeah. Um, so thank you for mm. making my skin crawl. Mm. That's what um, I'm here for, buddy. <laughs> it is. It is. It is one of many reasons why you were here. All right, let's get let's get to the show. We got. Uh, we will talk uh, some Blazers today as they hit the road with, for the next five games. Are, are going to be on the road. I heard in uh, an award winning Jeff Russ Sports Center update. Um, the Blazers are down in Golden State tonight. Uh, will we see Gary Payton the second? That is just going to be like tonight, an open ended question. That's going to be a no. All right. Um, well, technically, they could still change it. Okay. Um, also, if you want to send us your um, your New Year's resolutions and in uh, your name, we'll hold you accountable throughout the year. I'll start a document, and I'll hold you accountable throughout the year. We can do that. You can just text in and just give us some updates, and uh, I'll say I'll save your name, and we'll 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 check in. We'll check in throughout the course of the year on I your like news it. resolutions. I like it. Maybe we'll do like a quarterly call out. We'll, we'll, are we'll you hold still, you accountable. Are you still living up to your New Year's or resolution? Or are you a failure? Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough way to put it, but true. Yeah. Um, all right. We got a lot of NFL, too. Huge week in the NFL. Uh, week 17, we got a ton of playoff scenarios in front of us. But where we start, UCLA leads and pit in the Sun Bowl right now. The Pac-12, they stayed hot last night. Got another win. Does it mean anything if the Pac-12 dominates the bowl season? Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Wrapped around each other. I forgot to tell about Friday, too. Jeff Russ, how you doing, bud? That's a great day. Coming with the Birdie Higgins. Well, if this doesn't get you jacked, I don't know what will, ladies and gentlemen. Ready to run through a wall. Yeah. (laughs) Wrapped around each other. But why does it feel like it's not like a real wall, but it's like one one of those, like, one of those paper walls that folds (laughs) out that you see in, like, a... Little giants, or like the beads hanging over the doorway. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna bust <laughs> yeah. right through. Yeah, there. you're gonna run run through the hippie wall. Yeah, and find a man in a silk robe. <laughs> uh, okay, you've been watching me <laughs> more than you know. 
Okay, uh, we saw last night the Pac-12 get another bowl win. 12th-ranked Washington knocking off Sark in the Texas Longhorns, the 20th-ranked team in the country, 27-20 in the Valero Alamo Bowl, improving the Pac-12's record to 3-1 and this bowl season. And uh, it's been a pretty in- impressive run for the Pac-12. Minus Washington State, which their offensive coordinator left right before the bowl game, and uh, they were kind of caught reeling, and their offense looked clunky in that loss to Fresno State. And Fresno State is no slouch. They are a uh, good team. 10-win team. <laughs> and they are a really good team and very well coached with Jeff Tedford. But with the Pac-12 now 3-1, and one, uh, and UCLA is now tied with Pitt at 14 apiece in the Sun Bowl, if UCLA wins this game, that guarantees the Pac-12 a winning record this bowl season. It'll be their fourth win, and it'll guarantee that the Pac-12 at least has a winning record. But if you look down the remaining games in the Pac-12, if UCLA holds on to this one, and then you have USC versus Tulane, and USC should beat Tulane. If they don't, that My is a black eye and an embarrassment. God. But if it, it, <laughs> I said this on the pregame show uh, for the <laughs> for the Holiday Bowl. If it was Clay Helton, that has let down game written all over it. Oh, God, yes. 100%. 100%. All over it. But uh, if, I mean, this is a different USC coach team, we do expect USC to win that game. And then you have Utah and Penn State, which that's going to be a toss-up game. That's going to be a fantastic Rose Bowl. I am excited for everything that about be a that good Rose game. Bowl. Yes. From the uniform matchup, it's going to just look like a traditional football game. Mm-hmm. Utah adding the Rose to the helmet was really nice. Styles of play between Penn State and Utah. That should be a great game. That'll mm-hmm. be a fun one. But if you're looking at it, a USC or UCLA win in the Sun Bowl, if they can uh, find a way to, to beat Pitt here, that would make the conference four and one. Mm-hmm. You take USC, that's five and one. And that toss up game, you're either sitting at five and two or six and one in this bowl season. Without a bad loss. What does that say about the conference in in where they are now as opposed to what we've been looking at the Pac twelve, which they hadn't won a bowl game since Oregon beat Utah in the Rose Bowl and to start on January one of twenty twenty yeah. before this year. Pack is back. That's what it says because they're beating teams from from various conferences and and yeah. different styles. And remember, Penn State was well, they they got up to like number nine in the country this year, didn't they? Well, yeah, they they have played some really good teams. I mean, so did North Carolina. People forget North Carolina started this season nine and one, mm-hmm. and they were they were rocketing up the polls. They, that was not a team void of talent. They lost a lot of defensive talent, so did Oregon, uh, heading into that game, and they lost their their star receiver. You have a, a Florida team that they hit the skids at, in the later parts of the season. That was a good team at the beginning of the year, and Oregon State absolutely just throttled yep. them. And then yesterday, uh, how many times have we heard Texas is back? Again, I'd like to just put a cap on the 2022 football season by saying Texas, still not back. I'll tell you this, Quinn Ewers, dude. Good for them. Texas still not back. No. Uh, I tell you this. Quinn Ewers is a dude in one game, and then he'll fall apart in the next one. We'll see. We have. I mean, no, no. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll see where he, where he ends up going. Yeah, from here? Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. mean, with Arch there, you know. He's, he, Arch didn't commit there to tra- to not play. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, where, where's, where's Ewers going to end up? Um you know what's really interesting about that that Washington Texas game? 
Um, Washington was in control most of the game, mm-hmm. and I felt they were kind of almost disrespectful. They 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 didn't really think much of Texas going forward on fourth and eleven. Yeah, well, that's bowl games too. Bowl games, you get weird. Like they they said that uh, during the Holiday Bowl. Like Mac Brown was like, even old Mac Brown's like, you know what? We're gonna any we're cost fifty. We're gonna go for it. <laughs> Just get spicy in the bowl game. I, I, I like it. Yeah, but it was uh, what was what was interesting is that Washington again was in control. Penix was good, but I didn't feel like Penix was. I didn't feel like Washington was like putting the, the their foot down. No, because like, they ran the ball. They ran yeah, the ball effectively. Incredibly and they didn't well. Need, they didn't need Michael Penix Jr. to whip the ball around the field. And against the way that Texas matched up with UW, they didn't want to get into a shootout where you're throwing the ball all over the field. Yeah. Be, take the ball out of Quinn Ewers' hands because he would have thrown for 500 yards, yeah. not 360, if you didn't run the ball the way they did. And uh, credit to UW. They did it. They found a way. It, Kalen DeBoer's got that thing humming yeah, uh, up at in Seattle, and they got guys that are coming back for another year because they don't want to miss out on what's coming up next year. That is that's special for for Washington. We look at we talked about this um, yesterday, though. All of the the marquee programs are up, and if as this text points out at five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Uh, people want to criticize the Pac-12, but if Chip wins the Sumble, that makes half the conference with ten or more wins. Not bad. And oh, by the way, you play nine conference games. You don't get two road yeah. apples on your schedule. You're playing nine conference games, and you could have USC, UW, Oregon, Utah, Oregon State, and UCLA all have ten wins. That's actually pretty nuts. I- I'd like to see how often that happens. In any conference, mm-hmm. that's not. I don't think that's something that happens a ton. No, but well, I bet it. I bet it does happen, like in the SEC, where you only have eight conference games because you have those other the some giving extra yeah. op- opportunities in 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 the ACC as well. Where I think it also says that we are seeing that growing disparity, which is going to be interesting to see next year what happens because somebody's got to be at the bottom. If you're going to have that many teams winning games, and Colorado was exceptionally bad. Stanford was horrible. Arizona State gave up and rolled over this yeah. past year. Cal is trending towards that that direction of being absolutely abysmal too. There's four bad teams. Arizona's on the way up. Arizona um, State's probably on the way up. It, it, we always say that uh, maybe they are, but Kenny Dillingham going back, he can recruit and he can call an offense. So you'd think. I mean, it, l- listen. On the way up doesn't necessarily mean they need to be a bowl team, but they don't. They won't be a team that you look at and go, "That's a win." No, on your schedule, and that 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 becomes more difficult when when nobody's Colorado anymore. You know, that's when it starts going. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a lesser team, but well, yeah, you know, I think all the writing on the wall is Colorado ain't going to be that team, no. but somebody's going to replace them. And Cal having the worst recruiting class in the Power Five, Stanford mm. losing David Shaw. That you're gonna have two of the, the Bay Area schools yeah. are, are in for it. They are in for it for a while until they finally get somebody who goes. You know what? We should probably recommit because with Stanford, this happens. He's like, just turning the faucet on. It, it goes. It goes in cycles where they say, "No, we can't care about football that much," yeah. and then they suck and get embarrassed by it, and they're like, "Okay, I guess we need to again." And then boom, here they are. They're back. It's weird when you have an endowment. It's worth what was it? How many billions? Uh, well, the school's endowment is is over like thirty six billion. Yeah. Uh, but the athletic department has a billion dollar endowment of it. Ah, right. 
That's not bad. Not bad. But I think the grand scheme of things, the outlook for the conference this bowl season, if UCLA, I think if UCLA can win this game against Pitt, which they should, they, they should. should beat Pitt. Yeah. Um, it is tied right now, though. If they win the Sun Bowl, it guarantees the conference a winning record in bowl season. The black eye of the Pac-12 not being very good is going to go away, and this mm-hmm. is how you change perception. Everybody handling business. You had at the beginning of the year, the conference, they in bowl games in the grand scheme of things, like we can just write them off and say, yeah, doesn't mean anything. But what I think at the beginning of the year we also had was we had competitiveness in wins in non-conference football, right? The first two went horribly for the Pac-12 with Oregon getting smacked by Georgia and then the way that Utah lost to Florida. But from there on, there was a level of respectability that was gained with the Pac-12 and how they performed in the non-conference schedule, which was the initial turn of how this conference was perceived. They can give it a real exclamation point with the way the bowl season wraps up. And for me, I'm just excited that the conference isn't that, you know, look at look at the Pac-12 anymore. We've had a we have a, a bunch of schools that have recommitted to football and it's starting to show. And I may have a lot to do with the desperation that came with hey, either you S or get off the pot because we're getting lapped in television revenue. We got to show that we care if we want that tev- we want to make up that ground. Is this enough, though? Is one season enough? Oh, God, no. No, and that's why I was saying it's when, a good is, start to get back to respectability. Like, where, where, yeah. does that, where does that flip on its head? When you win a playoff game again. I mean, that's the last time that Oregon, or when Oregon beat Florida State and played for a national title, that was really the last, the last real sign of respectability because it, when UW made it to the college football playoff and they got waxed, you know, everybody just kind of said, yeah, see, ah, that's Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. Eh, Pac-12. And then not winning a bowl game in the COVID year or all of last year, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. help. Yeah, no, they dug their own grave. Yep, but there's great quarterback play. There's great coaching in the conference. Uh, I think the, the, the pac is in a good spot. It's in a really good spot. Top recruiting. And I think that helps, like, you know, moving forward. Yeah, you have, what, three three teams in the top 25 recruiting uh, this year uh, with Oregon, SC, and uh, I think Utah ended up at 22nd. And, and, for, this, and for this class between uh, Oregon, USC, UCLA, you had, like, what, six of the top 10? Yeah. And, well, what you're going to – six of the top 10 what? Recruits in the 2023 class. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Don – yeah, you did. Which is really – that's a really good That's time. not too bad. Yeah. And you kept your California guys home for the most part. And that is probably the biggest part of, of the Pac-12's resurgence is not they're not infections. letting yeah. other teams come in. Because when Clemson started coming into the Pac-12 footprint, when Alabama yeah, DJ was going to Clemson guys, was a big deal. When Ohio State was coming and taking the top recruits out of the state of Washington, mm-hmm. that's that's no good. That's bad news. you got to keep your guys in state, yep. or at least in on the West Coast. Oh, man. Uh, and here's a good point, too, on the fan tech side. Washington essentially had a road game last night, and they still came out on top. That is the worst part about going and playing the Alamo Bowl and playing Texas. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're in San Antonio. It's, it's a lot of burnt orange there. <laughs> you know, I I had the the pleasure of being on the call of the Les Schwab Invitational last night, Yee. where we saw Westland, the local guys, mm-hmm. upset Sierra Canyon and and Bronny James and Bronny Bronny James, Justin Pippen, Scotty Pippen's kid, Austin uh, or Hardaway. Ashton Hardaway, who's Penny Hardaway's kid, mm-hmm. Westland. They they brought a football game to a basketball court. You D'Angelo Russell said this the other day. He's like, Zion is playing football and we're all playing basketball. Yeah, D'Angelo's corny too. Westland, they took that mantra and they said, yeah, we're going to take all five of our guys and we're going to play that style. Adrian Mosley, who uh, is a transfer from Grant, at six foot two inches, mm-hmm. he was going in the Valley of the Giants against guys. Like, Sierra Canyon was, bringing, was 11 deep. They were bringing in guys who were like seven foot six nine six. They eight, got real six, real college size. They're bringing those guys off the bench. Yeah, and six foot two Adrian Mosley was like, nah, it's okay. He isolated Ashton Hardaway and crossed him over and did a little fadeaway jumper. Westland did it without making a single three point shot. They were zero for twelve from three, and they beat a top twenty team in the country. That was awesome. But where the that whole game turned on its head was. All of a sudden, the crowd at Liberty High School was like, oh, my gosh, the guys from our our state, they have got a shot in this game. Against the National Powerhouse. And they turned on. They turned on. All the LeBron fans, everybody that was wearing, like, a LeBron jersey up in the stands, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they turned on Bronny, which is the most Laker fan thing you could possibly do, <laughs> and started cheering for Westland, and that place was, erupted. It was hard to play at a neutral site. And have that Oregon when they played Georgia in the in in the uh, kickoff classic, that was a home game for Georgia. Last night for yeah. UW, they played Texas in a home game in a in burnt Texas. orange sea. Yeah, yeah, and they still found a way to win. That was a, that was a good win for uh, for UW and the Pac-12. Have we heard from our boss about that one yet? Oh, don't no no. He's a big Texas Jeff Austin, <laughs> big Texas guy, big Texas. You know he'll he'll say, oh, I'm just going to watch Ohio State in the college football playoff. There you go. There we go. Because he's also Ohio State guy too. Yes. Um, and Dorian Thompson Robinson blew kisses to Pitt as he threw another touchdown. He is he is here for all of the smoke. He has been talking all game and he has been backing it up. Yeah, I think that Dorian Thompson Robinson may be onto something here. You know. It's so old being the, I'm going to opt out and stay healthy. What's new is you come into a game, you play, you throw a couple touchdowns, and then you get ejected. <laughs> <laughs> He's already been flagged once for his voice like conduct. If, if he, he, and he is trending towards getting ejected yeah. in this game because he, he gives zero. He has shoved two players. <laughs> he has gotten kissles, up in the face of another and talked a whole heap of trash. I am here for it yeah. because it started before kickoff with a couple of pit guys going up to him yeah. and chirping him. And he's he has been at 11 the entire game. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to be the new thing, is instead of opting out, you Go play, bonkers, get tossed? Yeah, you play for a half and get your ass ejected. <laughs> Just get out of that game, double barrel, flip him off on the way out of the stadium. I mean, he's been all gas, and it's been yeah. fun. Like, this has been a fun game so far. If Darian Thompson-Robinson gets ejected and then watches the second half from a bar in Juarez, I'm here for it. <laughs>
Let's go. Oh, this, new Sun this guy edition. looks like he's definitely killed a few people. All right. 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Get your thoughts on the Pac-12 Bowl season. Uh, again, Pitt um, and UCLA in the Sun Bowl. Uh, Bruins lead 21-14. A UCLA win puts them at 10-3 and on the year. That would put half of the conference with 10 wins. That's a pretty special mark for the Pac-12 uh, in a signal that they may be back. And the transfer portal has helped tremendously. Every single program out here. And I think that that is something that has helped as well. Um, 503-250-1080. Get some of that feedback in. Hey, we we got to had so much to get to yesterday because it was our first show back in a while. We didn't even get to the surprise that happened coming out of week 16 in the NFL. First is Rust with SportsCenter. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Billy standing there With a silver half a crown this is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. We just stood there getting wet with our backs against the fence. You know, there was so much that, so much that we were having to get to yesterday because uh, we've been off the holidays. That we didn't even talk about the fact that Larry, or Larry Fitzgerald, I'm looking at the pit notable stars on TV right now, uh, that J.J. Watt had announced his retirement earlier this week. Um, Arizona Cardinals defensive end, uh, defensive lineman, a guy who's, what, 111 sacks in his career, which is an incredible accomplishment. One of the most dominant defensive players in his era. And... He announced that he was going to call it quits and uh, retire after he put just put out an Instagram post and was like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, my son saw his first game and it'll be my last home game. And everyone's like, wait, what? It's a bit much, right? Because J.J. Watt, I don't think is I don't think he's looked at in the, the light that he should be. Do you? Uh, well, uh, I think he's regarded as one of the best defensive players of all time. I think he is, but I, I I feel like he gets glossed over in like the the true greats conversations. Like really? because because Aaron Donald has been so dominant lately, I think they just kind of like move past JJ. Well that can happen when you go to the Cardinals too. And that may be part of it. There's your sign. But like JJ is so or was so incredibly good and so yeah. incredibly dominant. And it's funny because you go back to that draft night with the Texans he was booed. I don't remember that. Oh, they hated that pick. Really? It was crazy. Why didn't they take Nick Fairley? Jeez. Yeah. Well, he was a three-time defensive player of the year. Uh, he is on the all-decade team. He was uh, all-rookie. Like, J.J. Watt, he had two 20-plus sack seasons. Is that good? Uh Yes, very much so. 111 and a half sacks. Like, that is wild to think about. And his run He would have had a whole lot more. It would have been, yeah, but he, he got injured. Yep. And I think maybe that's why, to what you're saying, in that maybe he doesn't get enough credit because of the fact that he, he was hurt. But he had a four-year stretch that was as dominant as any four-year stretch you will ever see in the NFL. For that second year in the league... Uh, through the 2015 year, mm-hmm. where he had 20 and a half sacks, 10 and a half sacks, 20 and a half sacks, and then 17 and a half, you will not find a a stretch of dominance 
as good as what J.J. Watt gave the NFL at that time. And I think in, in hindsight, like, we, yeah, we do get lost in maybe Aaron Donald being such a dominant player. But what made J.J. Watt so special was that he could do it inside, outside, with no matter speed, where you with pushed power. him. Yeah, he was, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. And he, he wasn't just a pass rush specialist. He could defend the run as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy who had back-to-back 80 tackle seasons as a defensive end. I think what we'll end up seeing is he'll be, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he'll be that guy that whenever after he's retired for five years, everybody goes, wow, he really was that damn good. And he was derailed by injuries because he, was, he, 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 did, he did not miss a game in his first, what, five seasons of his career? Then 2016, he only plays three games. 2017, five games. And that's where you, you lose a big chunk. Yeah. I mean, you lose 13 games there. You lose 11. You lose 24 games in back-to-back years. Well, his co- franchise sucked horribly. And I mean, but his take 24 games away from this. This that's, I mean, that's probably what at least another 10, 12 sacks. Yeah, but that's part of the the, the war of, the, of yeah. attrition. It's part of the war of attrition. But JJ Watt announced his retirement, and what, what was uh, funny about that is apparently that Instagram post. The, that was when his teammates and the Cardinals organization found that's out. That's how they found out. They were like, wait, what? Huh? And that's a bit of a surprise. But what's even better is that a teammate of his, rookie Jesse Lucada, <laughs> he... <laughs> I, can't, I can't not laugh. He was getting wisdom tooth surgery when uh, the news broke. And as he was coming out of his wisdom tooth surgery... He decided, he found out, and he decided, I need to get a hold of J.J. Watt. So he tried to FaceTime J.J. to no avail. And J.J. did not answer because he doesn't have Jesse Lakeda's number in his phone. He was like, mm, not picking up somebody I don't know. So then Lakeda decided to send a voice note to him. And here's J.J. Watt describing it to the assembled media. I'll tell you the best story. This is by far the best, hands down, without a question. Um, so I, I posted the tweet yesterday, and then I just kind of put my phone down because I knew it would be crazy. Um, but I'm scrolling through it, and there's this number that I don't recognize that FaceTimes me. Like it's, And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to answer a FaceTime. I don't know. So I just let it go to voicemail, and then I get a text from that number, and it's a voice memo. And I'm like, who is this number? So I play the voice memo, and it's... I wish I could play it so bad. I wish so bad. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him if I can later. I don't want to now. And it is like incoherent, complete incoherence. And it's, uh, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I, I literally thought it was like distorted from, from the phone. So 10 seconds later, a picture comes through and it's, it's Jesse Lucetta, our rookie outside linebacker. And he has like cotton balls in both of his mouths. He just got his wisdom teeth out. <laughs> He's high off his ass. He has no clue what he's doing. And, it, and he sent, like, in the message, it says, like, JJ, I just heard you're retiring. I, all I want is a jersey at the end of the season. JJ. JJ. I need a season. I need a JJ. That's all I was going to call it, JJ. That's all. Bye, JJ. <laughs> Bye, JJ. That's all I called to tell you. 
That's all I called to tell you is I want a signed jersey. JJ. Have you had your wisdom teeth out? No. Rust? Yes. How high were you? Uh, well, funny story. It was my dad that pulled my wisdom teeth because mm. uh, he's a dentist. I was. It would be a lot better if he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and so he 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 can be a little frugal with the uh, pain pills. So I basically got some Anison three, and uh, yeah. So I wasn't. It, it was it, more than anything. It was just you know coming out of the anesthetic a little bit, but I didn't have like wicked pain pills. Or oh anything. man, I I have a. 36 hour period in my life that I don't remember. Yeah. And oh. I wasn't I wasn't put under for it too. I was awake during the whole thing. Yeah, they put me out. Yeah. And all of the things. I signed on base and then at the pharmacy for my pain pills. Don't that, remember. Not my signature. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's my signature, but it's not my signature. It's a scribble. So I it's him being completely zooted and hitting up JJ Watt in that oh, moment yeah. is just Absolutely priceless. Yeah, my, my dad couldn't put me under because he's not an oral surgeon. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I had a... So you had to listen to the whole thing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's Is a violent gross? process, too. Yeah, it's it's not terribly fun. Yeah. I woke up to my dentist with his foot on my chest and a hammer and chisel in my mouth. Sounds like your your dad was not just frugal with the pain pills. He was frugal with not sending you to an oral, <laughs> oral surgeon yeah. trust. Well, hey, you know, free is a very good price. Yeah, yeah. Sure is. I The only I, – I haven't had my wisdom teeth out. You know, I, pr- I probably should. Um, but the first time I dislocated my shoulder, mm. they couldn't get it back into the socket. So uh, <laughs> our, they're like, well, we can, like, call an ambulance or, you know, the assistant basketball coach, a guy named Anthony Leverett, who he went, he went on to be the head women's coach at Utah. Leverett was like, I'll give you a ride to the, the hospital. And so I was like, okay. And we go, and at the hospital, like, like on the way there, I thought my shoulder would, like, slide back in. It did not. They were, like, yanking on my shoulder at the hospital, and they finally go, uh, how about if we put you under for this? And I was like, okay. That'd be super swell if you could stop yanking on that. So they give me, like, the the the, the twilight anesthesia or whatever, and there was a local bar that we always went to on, on Tuesday nights. It's called the Oak Tree, and it was a Tuesday night when this happened, and I woke up from the anesthesia. In and- the bar? No. Oh. Leverett's is sitting right next to me, and apparently I sat up. I don't remember any of this. Apparently I sat up. I winked at the nurse who was who was sitting in the room, mm-hmm. and I looked at Leverett's, and I said, you driving? And he goes, yep. And I go, here we go. We're going to the oak tree. And I tried to get up and just walk out of the hospital. <laughs> I still like uh, <laughs> I had all of the wires in me. Oh. And I go, here we go. We're going to the oak tree. And he loved that story forever because I was like it was an assistant basketball coach I just looked at him like you driving here we go we're going to the oak tree go to the bar let's go baby and he he was like I you were you you tried to get me to drop you off at a bar after taking you to the hospital I mean that's that's clearly trained (laughs) is what I would go with mine wasn't nearly that bad he didn't by the way a little upset still Leverett's I mean come on man mine was uh I had eaten like McDonald's beforehand, and my that's my, not good. But I mean, I'm not a McDonald's frequenter. But this I, sounds like a puke story. It was gross. Um, All right, but uh, my roommate who was driving me, uh, he said, "Yeah, dude, you got up 
you looked at me, you looked at our other roommate, and you stopped and you just puked in the middle of the floor and you said, huh, I don't remember eating French fries. And then you <laughs> fell over. Well, there you go. And I was like, what do you mean, like, fell over? He's like, you, like, in the movies, you know, where you, like, black out and you just fall straight backwards, like, you fell flat on your back hmm. from standing and you were out like a light. And we I don't remember eating either. any corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a different problem. All right. 503-250-1080. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a this is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Boy, uh, we are way over. Uh, we're already over for this break. Hey, break time. We're supposed to be starting the next hour right now. <clears throat> ah. Like, now, I feel like I'm in space balls. <laughs> when is then? Then is now. Now. Wins now. I knew it. I'm surrounded by a-holes. <laughs> <laughs> what about the future? The future's now. Uh, well, uh, this segment just got jammed. And no, we... sir, I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a stat for you two and everybody else out there listening. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Stat me, Daddy. It's not happening now because, uh, again, we're supposed to be starting our next segment. Oh, right, right now. Right, right, right. Uh, and you, we will get to... That will get in. We'll get the whoa, whoa. Play that again. He can't find it now. <laughs> fade me, daddy. What, fade me, daddy. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Um, all right, let's get to our number two here. Uh, let's get to the NFL game of the week in the NFL. <laughs> Boy, it's easy to find. It's going to be a good one. It is everything you want in an NFL game. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.